Welcome to the first episode of the Brats and Beers podcast. My name is Sean here, along with our co-hosts, uh, Drew and Cody. Uh, just wanted to clarify, uh, Brats and Beers does not mean we are going to be discussing any Johnsonville Brats and uh, different types of beers. This is strictly a sports podcast. Uh, brats and Beers are just the things that we might be consuming while we are filming this. So, uh, Guys, you uh, want to uh, introduce yourselves here? We can start with Drew. You want to take it away? Kind of tell us where you're from, who you're a fan of. Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Drew. I'm from Minnesota. I'm a Vikings fan, Twins, Timberwolves, Bandwagon, Wild fan. And uh, I like sports, like things that start with B. Baseball, sports. beers, brats. And uh, we swear on this podcast. So uh, let's just get it out of the way. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Cody, follow that up, please. Well, the one thing he did leave out was boobies, which is kind of embarrassing for a male to leave out. But uh, I'm Cody. I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, sports teams are Brewers, Bucks, Packers, Vegas, Golden Knights, Badgers. Nice, nice. And like I said, I am Sean. Um, pretty much a fan of the Brewers, Badgers, Bucks, Golden Knights, and then the Titans, uh, followed by the Packers if you're in the NFL. Um but yeah, I, I'm a I'm an odd Titans fan. Um, we can discuss it. We don't have to, you know. Uh, I like losing teams, so it's kind of where that started. Uh, we'll start <laughs> off with our uh, we'll start off with our roundtable. So how this podcast is going to work? We're going to start off with a, a weekly roundtable, knock out some uh, current topics just real quick, um, and then we're going to go through four quarters. So um, quarter one. Uh, two, three, four, we're going to add in a little halftime game, and then we'll have an overtime as well. Uh, probably have a uh, game of some sort there, and then who knows, we might throw in some surprises at the end. Uh, so we'll start off with roundtable. Um, first topic here, uh, Vince Carter. Uh, obviously, one of the greatest dunkers of all time has called it quits on the NBA, uh, now with the season restarting. If, if you guys had to pick one, Vince Carter dunk that was your favorite or the most iconic, which one would you say? Cody, you want to start? Yeah. Yeah. I still think it's the Olympic dunk over the seven foot two. I think he's Slovenian. I still have no he, idea where he he, was he's from. He's from France. He's from France. Whatever. <laughs> That's pretty close geographically, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to get up that high in gameplay, I think is pretty sweet. I looked into him uh, a little bit after our last uh, discussion and, um, he, I believe, owns a convenience store, like a gas station now. So he's doing pretty well for himself. <laughs> Technically, he's doing better than VC because VC is unemployed. <laughs> that is true. But VC's got some money saved up, hopefully. All right, Drew, which is your favorite Vince Carter dunk of all time? Okay. My favorite Vince Carter dunk isn't a dunk at all. It's actually in 2002. Vince Carter blocked Calvin Cambridge, but he was unable to secure the ball. And Calvin got the ball, pump faked Vince Carter, and lost to the L.A. Knights. Wow. That was like Mike. <laughs> wow. That is some great Vince Carter history right there. That was uh, even better Calvin Cambridge history, too. So... That is a, a great drop there. I'm going to I'm going to segue that into my favorite. Dunk. <laughs> it is one that actually happened um, and it is the honey dip, I would say, in the uh, all star dunk contest uh, when he hung with his arm in the rim. I think that was pretty iconic, but I do think his best one was over that uh, Slovenian French center uh, that owns a gas station. Uh, I'll pay dollars to anyone that knows his name. Why was that dunk so iconic? It is uh, something Weiss. His last name is Weiss, W-E-I-S, like 
Henry or I don't know something wise. But uh, wait, which which dunk did you say, Drew? Why was Frederick that Weiss. Why was that dunk Frederick. so iconic? Why is that rememberable? H- have you ever Why seen it? Mem- no, he, I can't recall it. He jumped over a seven foot two human, cleared him, and dunked over him in the Olympics. I got a steal. Frederick Weiss didn't know where he was. He was still standing under the hoop like a big idiot and uh, got posterized pretty embarrassingly. So after this, after you're done watching Like Mike, go and look it up and uh, you'll be amazed. (laughs) Uh, Sounds good. Sounds good. (laughs) Perfect. All right. So we'll go to the next uh, topic here, I guess. Um, We are going to touch on the NBA coming back a little bit later, but let's talk about the MLB really fast here. Uh, They are coming back with a 60 uh, game season. Uh, it sounds like they're going to be playing 60 games in 66 days. They reported today to camp. And then it uh, sounds about that uh, July 23rd is going to be the opening day. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? I know there's some new rules in there um, and, and some different scheduling. What are your guys' initial thoughts there? Well, I think that baseball is a lost sport. And it's going to fizzle out and we won't even be talking about it next season. (laughs) Next season. This is the last year for baseball. 60 more games and it's over. No, I think that their viewership is just aimed at the wrong demographic. They're trying to please the old people. The young people want more excitement. So they turn to football and UFC and other fun things. Well, I think this is kind of a a big segue for them as far as trying to divert that uh, uh, fan base. Like, I think this is why they're trying some of the new the new rules and different things so they can experiment in 60 games and try to gain back some of those guys. But I do agree that it is definitely geared towards, towards older folks, the, the old heads. What about yeah. you, Drew? Well, today Sean just learned the word segue, so he's going to use <laughs> it a lot in this podcast. I but, watched uh, uh, Paul Blart today, so I was just amazed by how fast his segue was. So now I'm just going <laughs> to use it for every single thing. I have one thing to say, Minnesota twins, shout out to them. They just, Got Josh Donaldson. I am ready to see some baseball. All righty. Did uh, did you guys hear about some of the things that they're doing? Like, you know that the NL Central is going to be like mainly playing um, NL Central and AL Central opponents. So they're all kind of staying in the area. So that's kind of interesting. Are they changing the DH? Is is that they are? It is confirmed. Yeah, for the sixty games, universal DH um, for extra innings. There's going to be a runner on second automatically. Uh, not everyone will be able to sit in the dugout. So f- some of the players are going to have to sit in the stands and spread out, which is going to be hilarious. And then uh, there is no spitting and no tobacco. And no so, high fives. And no high fives. I'm pretty sure so. there was no spitting or tobacco in high school, and people still <laughs> did that. So Exactly. I'm going to love to – they said you can chew, um, but you can't tobacco. spit. So I don't know what the, what, what the plan is there. but So – you guys are Brewers fans, so the National League. Do you guys like not having? Do you like that the pitchers bat? No. I mean, except for was that uh, Sean? We went to that game and yeah, Giovanni Gallardo. Gallardo hit that walk off. It was. A, it, it is kind of fun when you can see, or even like the Brewers in the playoffs. But a couple of years ago, I think it was um, Woodruff hit that home run against the Dodgers. That stuff's pretty cool to see because it's just so un- unexpected. But I mean, it is kind of an unfair advantage. Um, to, to teams like the Twins, who um, are a little weaker, I would say. Um, so, you know. Shut it. Uh, <laughs> obviously, an injury can happen at any time, but there have been times where pitchers 
out of the box, like tear their ACL or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So are they going to expand rosters then, so the NL can employ a DH, or do they just have to use someone off their bench? Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be the same um, as as what the AL does. So I don't think it'll be anything extra necessarily. It'll give uh, more people a job. Yes, yes. All right. So the next one. Uh, I can call it a segue if you would like. Uh, <laughs> we are going into the last roundtable topic, unless the uh, guys have another one they want to discuss. But what about Cam Newton here? Just signed with the Patriots. Mahomes. I know Cody is a big Cam Newton fan because uh, he likes washed up players who get hurt often. Um, and then, yeah, so so what do you guys think? He signed a minimum deal, which is kind of hilarious for a uh, former MVP it is um, incentive laden if you read Schefter's tweet. It is, but it's still a minimum base deal. Yeah. So. I think they said you can make up to seven point five seven point five mil. Way less than any other starting quarterback. That's what I'm NFL. saying. It's pretty sad. I can't believe that he signed for for so little. Uh, do you think he wins the starting spot? Yes, over Jared Stinham. <laughs> I don't know. They're saying that he might not even be ready for Week One. That 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 he still has to earn it. So I don't know. He passed his physical like two months ago, and he have you seen his workout videos? That man looks like he's ready to carry the whole team to the Super Bowl under Billy. Yeah, I saw that he met uh, Mohamed Sanu today at the at the stadium, and uh, he dwarfed Mohamed Sanu. He looked pretty huge, but you know what that means? He'll probably just try to run for twenty yards in week two and get a concussion and get hurt. So, well, this is this is going to go one of two ways, I think. Either they're going to say we got Cam Newton as a rental, we got him for one year. And we can run him into the ground, and if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. It's not a huge loss. He's a little bit of money. Or they're going to try to change his gameplay because Belichick is able to kind of configure players differently. Sure. Like, he made Tom Brady good. Tom Brady's going to look like shit in Tampa. I think. <laughs> but uh, at 41 years old, it's tough to make a quarterback look good and go to the AFC Championship. Yeah. Are, are they going to go? They were the divisional round, I think. But Are they going to go to the playoffs, Patriots, this year? Yeah. yeah, look at their their division. Dude, the Bills sure. are going to win 10 games, maybe. Yeah, I the think Bills will be good. The Bills will be decent. Okay. Drew, any thoughts on Cam? <laughs> no disrespect, no disrespect. But when did the weekend start playing football? <laughs> I mean, do your thing, but what's... Okay, never mind. It, it hey. looks sweet. It looks sweet. I, I mean, I wear a hat, for Christ's sake. Okay? No, I, I mean, it's, it's going to be another way to tackle him. They're just going to pull him by the hair, and then he'll have a headache, and he'll sit out for a couple weeks. So it's, it's just another excuse to get hurt, you know? I did, uh, slightly unrelated, but I saw a tweet today that said, with Cam Newton to the Patriots, Colin Kaepernick is the next best free agent quarterback. I can't fathom that. Uh, I, I can't either. Um <laughs> For, for not playing in so long, I, I can't see that. Do you remember I mean, I his last season? He was benched for Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, he was bad. Well, once once people figured out that he was a running quarterback, and that's pretty much all he was, like they just adjusted their defenses, and his career was over. Except for the Packers when he shredded us uh, in that NFC yeah, championship. That was before we figured it out, because we apparently <laughs> don't have a defensive coordinator who can adjust. On and the it block. was like 12 degrees below zero. I'm like, we're going to fuck this guy up, and we had no shot. Yeah, yeah, he was was... prancing around the field that game. That was crazy. Yeah, it was embarrassing. But on Cam Newton still, I just, I got, I'm going to be kind of mad right now, okay? I'm kind of mad. Uh-oh. Okay, so Cam Newton, he just cares more about celebrating than playing football sometimes. Can I just say that? I I respect the guy's game. He's 6'5", 245 pounds, okay? That's gigantic. 
And okay, just to compare that, Big Ben is 6'5, 241. That's that seems unrealistic to me. This is just a little different weight, though. It's from it's from it's, brats and beers, man. <laughs> a little sideways. <laughs> All right. We are on to quarter number one. All right. So here we go. Let's start it off. Uh, this is the big first question and topic that we're going to discuss um, outside of the round table with the last dance uh, documentary coming out somewhat recently here. Uh, is Michael Jordan your number one player of all time? And then list your top five NBA players of all time. Uh, this one, let's start with Drew. How about you uh, answer the first part and then run us through your list? All right, I'm going to answer the first part with another question. Okay. Yep. What defines the best? Because if we're talking about rings, it's obviously not Michael Jordan. Okay. What, what are I, you guys' I, thoughts? I'm just saying, like the greatest. Like, who is who is the one player that you would who who's at the top of your list? Luis Scola. <laughs> Luis Scola. <laughs> yes, Michael Jordan is obviously the best basketball player of all time, but his mentality matches many other basketball players that have played the game. Yes, I don't think that's so I, true. I Kobe agree. Bryant. I agree there's only a handful, though, yeah. I would say Kobe. Uh, learned from MJ, though, so it was all through MJ. I don't think that was a Kobe alone I think alone those thing. two are on a tier of their own in terms of if you want to talk straight mentality and, and how yeah. they play the game. I agree. The Kobe work had, had, the work had five, five rings, right? Five? Yep, five Kobe? rings. Five yeah, rings. Kobe and yeah. Michael had six. And you also, you when you surround yourself with greatness, I mean, it's – like, look at LeBron. I'm sorry, but obviously he's had a good team every time he's won a championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for yeah. his rookie year. He's, he, didn't he's gone. Champion- he didn't win a championship his rookie year, but he took them to the playoffs, and they were a god-awful team. I can't even name another player on his rookie team. Yeah, it was pretty bad. He, probably, uh, probably Jawan Howard. <laughs> he just follows LeBron around the league just as his towel boy or something. All right, Drew, run us through your top five list. All right, my top five, and it's my top five, remember, because yeah. it's, you know, older players, it's tough for me to, to, okay, anyway, my top five is number five, Kawhi Leonard. I absolutely love Kawhi. A lot of people are mad that he held out from the Spurs, but that doesn't matter to me. He plays the game how it's supposed to be played. Uh, number four, it's a toss-up. This is, this is crazy, okay? I'm going to have two number fours, okay? So it's Ray Allen and Kobe Bryant. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The reason Ray Allen is because that guy. He's the most lethal three-point shooter in NBA history. It's like you need that that third, fourth person that is going to hit that three-pointer when you need it. And I, I just did, love I, I didn't say the top five role players of all time, Drew. I said top five greatest players. Okay. All right. Good you call. put Ray Allen in your top five <laughs> no. of all time? I'm no. curious to see how this, this plays yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Right. If, if Kobe and Ray Allen are tied at number four, please keep going with the rest of the three. I'm so intrigued. Okay. So, also, are you saying that Kobe, if you had a team of 3v3 <laughs> and say you had MJ, LeBron, and you had to fill your third, you would have a toss-up <laughs> between – Luis and Kobe Bryant <laughs> and Luis Scola. Okay, Ray Allen, he can just sit at the half court line and pop up threes. Like <laughs> so could Curry. Okay, which brings me to my number three. Oh Lord, which is Steph Curry. Wow, the guy you is a modern. Leader. The guy is a leader, and I just love I love the way he plays. Wow, great great argument. Uh, okay, <laughs> number two, LeBron James, and then number one, MJ. 
Okay. Okay. So traditional there with uh, one and two, but uh, three through five is very modern and very interesting for sure. That number four is, uh, is very interesting. Cody, how about you? So this is where my Stugatz portion comes in because I did not write things down like you guys did. Um, so I'm going to give you five players off the top of my head who I think should be on a monument. So we got your LeBron and MJ. This is no certain order. Um, Larry Bird, I think that he was probably one of the most prolific scorers in history, if you can think back. Yeah, for sure. Um, Kareem, because he was kind of different for his time period. He kind of formed the way that they play in the post nowadays a little bit. Um, Giannis, saying it now, but he's going to be up there, man. I love it. I love it. Got to go with the hometown buck, right? I'm going to throw one in there. If he can put Ray Allen in there, I feel comfortable (laughs) putting Giannis in my top five. Ray (laughs) Allen was a buck. He was a buck. Great points. He was a buck. So was Kareem, Lou Alcindor. He was uh, he was a buck as well. So I have a he couple was. in there. Two bucks um, in the top five. Some uh, Larry Bird. I did have an honorable mention list here, and Larry Bird was on that had some uh, stats next to him. Three rings, and he also played a uh, played a game left handed. He he told everyone he was going to play this game left handed, and he scored forty seven points. So that is absolutely incredible. Like how do you not? How is that honorable mention? That should be top five in, in <laughs> well, NBA history. I, I didn't get to my list now, so. We're going MJ first, Kobe second, LeBron third. Okay, pretty traditional. And Kobe then I, over MJ or Kobe over LeBron for sure. He doesn't have the same uh, mentality as LeBron. I mean, I mean, as Kobe, um, he is great, but he plays bully ball. Kobe did it, um, kind of everywhere on the floor. He's more clutch than uh, than LeBron. Um, eighty-one point game, five rings, sixty-point finale. I mean, how how much better can you get than Kobe right there? Um, so I'll, LeBron is three, and then I had Kareem, and then Wilt Chamberlain is my five. Yeah, um, Wilt, I missed Wilt. So Wilt, Giannis replacement. If I had he, he averaged thirty points per game, twenty-two rebounds. Uh, one one season he averaged fifty points for per game, which is absolutely incredible. And then of course scored hundred points in a game. Only player to ever do that. Um, the rest of my honorable mention though, I had Bill Russell because he's uh, got eleven rings. Uh, I had Magic, uh, Bird, Tim Duncan, Mr. Fundamental, and uh, and Shaq. So that was my top yeah, 10 that rounded out. So but uh, Will, you are missing out on the most important Sean favorite player of all time. Is it Ray Allen? Mellow Man. Mellow. Oh, he, he's, at, he's at 11. So Carmelo Anthony is my favorite player of all time. Um, I'm not saying he's necessarily up there on the greatest list, but he is my favorite player. Um, Number 11? No, 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 no. He's further than the players on the Buck squad better than Melo is from. It'd be like 11, Scola, 12, Allen, 13, <laughs> Luke Ridnour, and then like, I don't know. Oh, next would probably be Carmelo. Hey, um, hey, Wilt scored a lot off the court too, right? Yes, he did. He was very. Uh, Didn't he sleep with like a thousand women or something? Yeah, he put up some impressive numbers there too. So I think he was averaging 50 a, a season there too. Something like that. <laughs> Um, all right, quarter number two. We're gonna move on from that great debate. Um, if you had to pick, I, I'm I'm gonna love this one, guys. Quarter number two here is gonna be awesome. Uh, if you had to pick a current NFC quarterback, running back, and wide receiver or tight end combo to score a touchdown from eight yards out, who would you pick and why? And then give us your AFC as well. 
Let's do uh, Cody. You want to start this because okay, because I didn't look any because you up. didn't do any research. So here you go. All right, NFC quarterback. We're gonna have to roll with. I gotta go with a Rod, just because hometown, you know. Running back in the NFC. Barkley. Give me A-Rod, Barkley, and uh, Julio Jones. I think that if you can't – oh, and we got to do a tight end? No, no, no. Just uh, you you pick a wide receiver or a tight end. Oh, yeah. Julio could play both if he wanted to. He's giant. <laughs> so, yeah, with those three, if you can't score from eight yards out, then you must be playing the 85 Bears. I don't know. <laughs> I like that. How about you, Drew? Run us through your NFC. Oh, my NFC? All right. So somebody called Tom Hanks because we got a castaway with Russell Wilson here. <laughs> oh, he uh, scored 15 touchdowns within 10 yards. Uh, my running back would be, obviously, I'm going with CMC, Christian McCaffrey. I watched him kick the shit out of the Iowa Hawkeyes in the Rose Bowl. And, <clears throat> wow, 10 touchdowns in the, within 10 yards. Um, and my wide receiver is actually two girls, one Cooper Cup because <laughs> – he had 10 targets inside 10 and had eight receptions with six touchdowns. That's pretty impressive. Damn, some good stats there pulling those out. Um, when we gonna... make me look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just well, spilled my beers and bras. Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't that hard. So now I'll run through mine. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, we're going with Breeze. It's a toss up between Breeze and Matt Ryan. I'm going to go with Breeze, though. And Matt then, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I like Matt Ryan. Uh, but but we're going with Breeze. What? So you can you can ignore that. We're, I don't we're think he with, had he had zero interceptions within you, 20 yards. You guys, you guys took my first two <laughs> options, so I'm going with Drew Breeze here as my third. Uh, and then we're gonna go Alvin Kamara. Um can throw to him, can hand it off. That dude is uh, a little elusive back, and then I'm gonna go. Uh, actually just give me the saints. I'm going to go Michael Thomas. So he doesn't drop passes. Jeez. So we're going, so you want the saints. Give me the saints. Um, I, I would have went ideally Aaron Rodgers probably. Um, and then, uh, Alvin and, uh, and Michael, but, uh, yeah, otherwise I'd like look at Calvin Ridley. With like eight yards, pick, though. Eight Mike, yards. Michael Thomas would have ended up in the stands at, at eight yards. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, his hands, it doesn't matter where he is. He's catching that. All right. Drew, I do have one um, debate point with your top three. All right. The three players you had, they scored all these fantastic touchdowns within 10 yards, whatever stats you had. But those teams didn't have a whole lot of talent outside of that. So, like, if those players didn't score, you know, there's no other option. So, it's like either – McCaffrey scores or they're going to kick a field goal. So he had a lot of opportunity, it sounds like. And then Cooper Cup. I mean, they had some options on the Rams, but Jared Goff is trash. <laughs> the, the, the data is skewed. But with that being said, I thought about that, okay? And so this is what I would do probably. I would have taken Wilson and then the two best blockers in the league. <laughs> and just have him scramble. Just, just let him run. Yeah. Wait, That's and Cody, good. Cody, wait, you can't come at Drew for doing research when you did literally zero research at all. And I still had a better start in three. So <laughs> that's where we're at right now. All right, AFC, AFC. Drew, you start the AFC, so then Cody has to think on, his, all right, uh, on the beer fly. break. I got to grab one. I've already been through two. You guys are running oh, me dry. Yeah, let's, let's take a beer break. Sean, go <laughs> ahead. Give us a, 
give us a little shout out here. All like, right. So don't forget uh, to follow us on Instagram here. Uh, our Instagram is brats and beers uh, spelt out brats and beers on Instagram. Uh, send us DM us your questions, thoughts, debate topics, um, whatever you want to tell us. Uh, don't forget to like and follow our podcast here as well. Uh, and then thank you to our lovely sponsors, which are, um, well, we don't have any yet, but uh, we're going to shout out any of the beers that we are drinking. All right, we're back here after that great intermission beer break. Um, what are you guys drinking? Cody's got some Coors Light. Drew, what do you got? I'm doing Michelob Golden Light today. Wow. Keeping it easy. Dreams distance runner for some reason. Like <laughs> anyone that drinks fucking McGoldie Light. They care about their calorie intake because they shred up pavement. Is two miles far? For me. <laughs> that sounds like distance to me. So, um, all right, we're going to get in the AFC here. Drew, you start off uh, with your AFC list. All right, so this one was a tough one for quarterback, but I'm going to go with uh, Lamar Michael Jackson. Hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> had 16 touchdowns and no interceptions within 20 yards. Okay. He ran. Okay. How many? Yep. That is skewed. 16 <laughs> touchdowns. Oh, they said 60. I was like, wow. I thought you said 62. I was going to say that is unbelievable. So one said 60, one says 62. <laughs> okay. okay. My running back, Sean, it's your boy. Derek Hen really wants the touchdown. <laughs> 10 TDs. All right. And my wide receiver tight end is going to be Travis Kelsey. He did, he okay. actually doesn't have that um, the most efficient stats at under 10 yards, but you want Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All he's right. pretty solid. I'm, I'm actually going to skip you, Cody, and put you in a nice little pickle there at the end. Uh, I'm going to go Mahomes, and then I'm going to go James White as a little back out of the uh, the, the backfield. Ooh. Kind, kind of along the, the Alvin train there, just having an option to throw to. That's and biased. Then, <laughs> and then I'm going to go uh, – I'm up for debate here. I think I'm going to go Keenan Allen is going to be my wide receiver to throw what? to. Yep, Keenan Allen. He's got hands, dude. He's so he's going to get hurt. And then you're pretty much going to have to just... Hey, all I need him for is one play. It's not a season of eight yards out. It's just one play. Hopefully he's um, stable for that one. <laughs> well, it's the first drive of uh, game number one, so we're hoping uh, he's there. Oh, GD, Keenan, GD. That's Philip Rivers. Oh, okay, I was wondering what that was. All right. <laughs> all right, Cody, run us through your AFC. So I can't pick anyone that's been picked, or can I pick what's been I picked? I mean, you can, uh, but... but I mean, try to try to not pick someone. All right, so if I had to pick anyone, it'd be Patty Mahomes. That's a solid pick. I think he's probably the best quarterback in the NFL presently. Okay. But if I cannot pick fucking Patrick Mahomes, oh, my gosh. You're going to have to give me about a quick 30-second intermission. Hey, hey, I got a good one for you. Yeah, he, he's sorry. I'll tell you, he's sorry for the porn and the rape, okay? <laughs> His name is Big Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Chris D'Elia. <laughs> <laughs> Chris D'Elia. <laughs> another um, another option out there is uh, Deshaun Watson. Don't forget about him. Yeah, I'm not a huge Deshaun Watson fan. He's good, but he's not very consistent. So if he's having an off play, that wouldn't okay. work out too well. If you want to sit with Mahomes, you can. If you don't have another option, that's fine. Well, what I was originally gonna do was Mahomes, Kelsey. 
and Charkandrick West because I won't even use the running back. I'm just going to throw it to Kelsey. West. All right. Well, Charkandrick West even on the team anymore? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't even think he is. But we'll. Uh, I think Robin. I think Robinson's their main main running back. But we'll go with Charizard for you. <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna have a little fun with this. We're gonna do the flip of this. Okay. So if if you were on defense, what quarterback, running back, and wide receiver or tight end combo would you want to be going up against? Uh, for the uh, NFC, I'm gonna start on this. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, Trubisky because he is god awful. Um, and then we're gonna go with uh, Kenyon Drake because he would most likely drop the pass, um, which he did several times last season, or just fumble it. Um, so I will definitely take him as the running back. And then we're gonna go with Jimmy Graham because he does not have hands and he will literally drop anything you throw at Where him. Where did he go? He is on the Bears now. So there's two Bears there which okay. is uh, pretty awesome. So uh, Trubisky would probably miss him anyway, but if it gets to him somehow, Graham is definitely going to drop it. Uh, Cody, NFC? NFC, I'm going to roll with – drum roll. Just give me a second here. Let's <laughs> maybe look at maybe we should go Drew first. Oh, is Winston. Give me a little Jamie because he's going to give it to my defense anyway. And then <laughs> – Oh man, wide receiver. Picking on a blind back. guy. Yeah. Theo Riddick. And uh fuck. Any Bears receiver. Okay. <laughs> That's perfect. We'll take that. Drew? <laughs> okay, so I don't have an NFC or AFC, I just have one set. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh mine is Sam Darnold, Leonard Fournette. I think that's I it's it must be French. <laughs> and then uh, Stefan Diggs, because if you want to be the best, you have to go up against the best. OK, that's all I'm saying. OK, uh, well, that took a turn. Um, all right. <laughs> Wait, I want to give you a quick stat for yeah. Matt at 23 attempts and only gained 14 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I think that has Not to do good. with his his surrounding uh, offensive line and his teammates, though. So, you know. Can't blame it all on him. I think he's more powerful of a back than his stats lead on. But I do agree that he definitely underperforms. And the Titans stuffed him, um, I believe, on the the one-yard line last year to win a game. So that was pretty awesome. Go Titans. Tighten up. Uh, Cody, do you have an AFC flip? Uh, yeah, I will like do um, Josh Rosen. Does that work? Yeah. I think it works. Um, running backs. Wow, this one's tough. Whoever is playing for the Dolphins, because they cannot keep a decent running back on the roster. And, um, yeah, that's all I need. Perfect, perfect. I'm going with Baker Mayfield as my quarterback. Oh, he, he is whoa, so whoa, bad. Whoa, 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 he whoa. Is so, Rookie he's, of the year, Baker, Baker Mayfield. So bad, so bad. He had, like, 20-plus so touchdowns his rookie he's, season. He's trash. He's trash. He will definitely miss his target, and he won't run because there's been, in, like, times when he's been inside the 10-yard line, it'll open up for him, and he won't even run. He'll just throw it away. So uh, I'll take Baker all day. I'm going to go with David Johnson. Uh, I'm taking as my running back. He's he old. literally just got He's traded evenly. Up. Yeah, that trade was Hopkins. that was a terrible trade. I'm going. I'm going David Johnson because oh he's old and washed up. And then God. I'm going to go 
Odell Beckham Jr. Yep, I did well, it. Okay, Odell Beckham. My shitty unprepared list he, was he actually gotta, bad people. You got to play the best to be the best. That's all I'm saying, you know. <laughs> all right, welcome to the halftime show. This is uh, thought up by Drew. Uh, it is called the Wallop Wheel. So we are going to each week, we're going to pick a division, uh, most likely going to start in the NFL, and then we'll probably move on from there. Uh, but basically, we're going to spin a wheel. Uh, it's going to land on one of the teams in that division, and then we're going to have to bash them no matter who it is. Uh, with us being from the Midwest, we are going with the NFC North this week. So I'm going to spin a wheel right now to see who we land on. And it is the... Oh, perfect. The Chicago Bears. So we are going to bash the Chicago Bears. Pick one thing you want to bash them for. And uh, and yeah, that's going to be our halftime entertainment. Cody, you want to bash them a little bit? Yeah, I think the easiest way to bash them, other than just mentioning Trubisky's name, um, <laughs> is you have a team with a top five defense in consecutive years that can't capitalize on it, and that is absolutely gut-wrenching because, you know, they say defense wins championships. <laughs> they haven't won an NFC championship in, I don't even know, my recent memory is yeah. a long time. Pretty pathetic. Um, the Bears are god-awful. Um, it is the Bears, so, I mean, nothing good comes from them. Um, I think putting all their eggs in the Trubisky basket is pretty hilarious, and they even signed... Um, Right before they signed Trubisky, they signed Mike Glennon to a three-year, $45 million contract, so I thought that was pretty hilarious. They um, do have a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. Don't forget that. Who who they signed? Mick Foles. Oh, yeah. That's true. Big dick, Nick. Um, Drew? Drew, what do you got on the Bears? Uh, so I'm just going to go with the, the easy one uh, right now, but uh, Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I mean, that's all I have to say. Cody Parkey, yeah, he's pretty bad. I do have a, a quick Bears story. So I went to a Bears game this last year, and uh, the Packers won handily. And we were at an after party at a bar, and there was a group of giant men wearing Bears jerseys, and I went up to them and screamed wide left. I thought it would go over pretty well, and they'd laugh. They didn't laugh, so I was walking away. I turned around, I got body slammed into a picnic table and then kicked out of the bar. So Bears fans <laughs> suck and fuck the Bears. <laughs> that is an awesome story. So uh Yeah, yeah. that pro probably should have been the thing that you bitched about, Cody. Yeah, fuck the fans. <laughs> All right, so Good bashing there with the Bears. Kind of upset we didn't get a, to hit on the Packers or the Vikings, who are both uh, uh, fans of, well, Cody and I are Packers fans. Drew is, Wait, uh, I'm not done. I'm not insane. done. All right, keep going. Uh, so Matt Nagy's play calling, it is just awesome. Like, I love it. Like, never give it to your best players. Like, that is, that's his, that's the game plan. <laughs> who are their best players? You can't put uh, back on offense. Probably David Montgomery, who, like, Never got the ball or saw time. Is he a bear this year still? I don't even know. Exactly my point. Just never gave Did him he the move. I, I believe he's still there. Um, I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Him and Cohen, Tyree Cohen. So, 
Um, all right, so we're going to go on to quarter three. Um, we are going to discuss the NBA's return to Orlando. Uh, Orlando. Uh, if you, uh, well, what are your thoughts? Uh, is there an asterisk on the championship? I know Giannis came out today and said um, there's not going to be an asterisk, and this is going to be the hardest one to win ever. And then I believe Adam Silver came out and said um, you should get a gold star if you win uh this year so that's pretty cool so we can just hand out partic- participation trophies and gold stars at the end of it so that'll be great um what are your guys' initial thoughts on nba restarting july 30th here in orlando go bucks baby oh drew's gonna be muted for this conversation because the timberwolves are just bad and they don't count um i think it's a good thing that they're coming back obviously because there's a lot of teams with a lot of hope that haven't been in the championship in the past few years. Um, and I don't think there's an asterisk. Everyone's under the same circumstances. There's no, you know, they've been playing this whole time versus teams that haven't. Everyone's been, you know, at home, not doing shit. So if they all come back under the same circumstances and get to stay in their bubble and there, there would be an asterisk of this though. If say it was Lakers Bucks in the championship and LeBron <laughs> tests positive or something before the game and he has to sit, I don't think that's fair. Uh, okay. um, hopefully they can keep it clean and, and so everyone's if, healthy. So, so if COVID comes into play, there can be an asterisk. They've also talked about the possibility of too many players get it, that they might just stop it, which uh, would be unfortunate. But let's hope that that doesn't happen. They um, said, what was it, six that tested positive or nine or something? There was, uh, there's there's 16 like total players that have gotten it, I think. 16, so like, okay. Yeah. And they're quarantined and then they'll be returned to the normal bubble. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Drew, any initial thoughts on this? All right. I got four things to say. Okay. One, Portland was the only one who voted against it. That's 29 to one. So Lillard is still looking for ways for excuses. Yeah. They're playing at Disney world in a bubble. So it really is a small world after all. (laughs) My God. And uh, I like the lottery odds for the Timberwolves. Let's go. LaMelo ball. Hey, what's up? Or Anthony Edwards. There you, go. you want LaMelo Ball? I'll take it. Any any pub- publicity. I mean, might as well. It's a it's a pretty rough draft class. Um, all I'm going to say is I don't believe that there should be an asterisk unless COVID comes into play. Um, 22 teams. It sounds like a lot of the teams that don't think they're going to make it far, a lot of their players are going to sit out. So that should be interesting for their eight play-in games that they're doing for the seeding. Um, the other thing that's kind of interesting is the eighth and ninth seed. If uh, they're in between four games or less apart, um, they'll have a play-in game. And then if the nine beats them in the first game, they'll have to play a second game to kind of prove themselves. Uh, if the eight wins that first game, then they are the eight seed. So that's kind of interesting, but Hey, it's more basketball uh, possibly. So I'm fine with that. And then um more betting, more betting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you, you can do some betting down there in Iowa, uh, Drew. And then do you think that teams are going to be arresting players? I mean, it's eight eight games that you kind of get before the playoffs. Do you think like the Bucks or the Lakers or anyone are going to be arresting people? Do you think they'll play a couple games, rest some guys, or do you think they'll just have them play full bore those eight games and, and kind of go from there? I think 20 minutes is probably pretty fair to think of the first couple games for the superstar players, but they'll probably work their way up to the 30, 32 minute normal games during the regular season portion of it. I just got a a text alert from Woj. Uh, Thabo Cephalosha is opting out. He is on the Rockets if you, if you weren't sure, but he is, he is opting out of the, uh, the NBA restart. So I didn't know he was still playing. 
that's what I was going to say for rest is that I know three guys that are going to be getting plenty of it. Avery Bradley, Davis Bertans, <laughs> and Trevor Ariza. So, yeah. Yeah, and there's... and now and now Cephalosha. Yeah, there's some other guys dropping out. I guess Jokic isn't even back in the states yet, so I guess that could be a whole thing with him coming back in. Um, yeah, there's a lot of guys I feel like that are are gonna have some issues with this. So um, good for Avery Bradley. The Lakers uh, finalized their deal to replace him today with J.R. Smith. Um, I don't know why LeBron would want him back on his team, but. Um, <laughs> I guess just somebody else to not pass the ball to down the stretch. Uh, at least he one, knows what. At least he knows what comment. to expect. <laughs> the the Pelicans will be playing, so we will get to see some more Zion. And everyone's saying that he looks amazing right now, and he's been working out really hard. So, um, should be interesting to see if if Fat Zion comes back or if it's just Muscle Man and he he dominates everyone. But I'm most excited to see the Henny God play one more time, baby. Let's go, Jr. Uh, fourth quarter here. Uh, we are going into uh, the topic of who is the greatest quarterback of all time, in your opinion, and why. Cody, I know uh, you've probably been waiting for this one. Uh, you have some strong opinions here, so we'll let you start. I actually was unaware of this being on the docket. <laughs> the greatest Perfect. quarterback of all time. You know what? This is going to sound extremely biased. And it's not. You can't base it <laughs> off of championships. I think Brett Favre, the gunslinger, I would take him in his prime over any other quarterback of all time. Yeah, Tom Brady was in a really great scheme. He's a great quarterback. He's got a lot of rings. His wife is super hot. But Brett Favre was like, he was just popping Vikings and just slinging balls, dude. You can't get any better than that. Give me Brett. All right, Drew, who do you got? All right, so I wish I would have went first here, but I just want people to know I'm a Minnesota Viking fan. So what I'm saying here, so I'm saying Brett Favre as well, okay? Okay. And, and so I'm a stat guy, okay? He's two Super Bowls, okay? But the guy took hits that would break Teddy Bridgewater's leg just by watching it. It did. <laughs> <laughs> And I love Teddy. Sorry, Teddy. Come on the show. Um, anyway, some more stats here. He has the most pass attempts. He has the most interceptions. He doesn't spell his name right. He has the most starts. And uh, he dated Cameron Diaz in Something About Mary. So ah, That is good. Was he a like Mike at all as well or no? Do you have any, uh, any stats on that? He was his dad. <laughs> <laughs> he was an orphan, so that's oh, great. Oh. We weren't going to mention it, but the Jets uh, lady. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, that was pretty Jen, Jen, Jen Sturger or something like that, I think her name was. Look her up. Oh, no. I bet she, I bet. They're glorious. Check them out. I, I bet <laughs> Garoppolo's been meeting with her. Jimmy probably has. Um, I'm going to go with Tom, uh, Tom Brady. He is, uh, I mean, I've. I, I've hated him until the last couple seasons and I've, I've come in to uh, appreciate him as a quarterback. I've always said like he it's, he's just made by his wide receivers and everything, but I think it's obvious at this point that that's not necessarily true. Um, his first and most recent MVPs were 10 years apart, which is absolutely incredible. Um, his first and his last passing touchdown titles were 13 years apart. Uh, he's been to nine Super Bowls. He's missed, um, and he's missed nine Super Bowls. That's impressive. He's 219 and 64. I mean, I could go on and on here with the stats. He's absolutely amazing. Uh, my honorable mention, though, were Joe Montana 
and Peyton Manning uh, were two and three for me. Um, but yeah, I'm Was going with Tom. Bill Belichick then, or <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right, so that was quarter four. Unless you guys have anything else to say about that, um, we can jump into overtime here. Uh, this is going to be a fun little name game that we're going to play every week. Uh, we're going to do two or three rounds here. Uh, and then uh, basically this is a fun game you can do when you're pre-gaming or just hanging out with some friends. Uh, you name a team. Uh, you can go around the, around the table. Somebody picks a team name. And then basically you start from there. Uh, everyone has to name a current or former coach or player uh, for that team. Uh, if you don't know somebody and you make someone up or guess on someone, uh, everyone can either agree and the game continues or you can challenge it. And then we will do some research at the end. And if you uh, lie and get caught, you lose a point, uh, an overall point for the week. Otherwise, the winner gets a point and we move on to the next one. Uh, I have a wheel for this as well. Uh, it includes all of the MLB teams, uh, the NBA, and the NFL teams. So I'm going to spin that right now. And we have the... No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Oh, wow. This is a whammy for sure. We got the Washington Redskins. All right. Washington Redskins. No using your computers, boys. Uh, we're going to start with... We're, the order is going to be Cody, Drew, and then me. I'll go last. All right. So, Cody, you start her up. Washington Redskins. Give me some Adrian Peterson. All righty. Let's go with Kirk Cousins. Darius Geis. Ooh, I like Geis. Um, Jordan Reed. I'm going to go with RG3. Nice. Dwayne Haskins. Very nice. Who are we on the Redskins? <laughs> uh, um, oh, God. What's the name of that tackle? <laughs> <laughs> um, Cody, can you IM me one, two, if you, if you think? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think Tick, about that. Tack, we'll give you one. five. Terry, scary Terry McLaren. Okay, true. That was a good one. Um, I'm, I'm going to say uh, Jameson Crowder. Ooh, good one. Um, I'm going to go with Paul Richardson Jr. Nice. Damn. I'm going to tap out. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's out. All right, Drew, it's me and you. It might just be you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Give me one. Give me give me 10 seconds. Okay. Hey, stop Googling stuff. <laughs> um. It's, uh, his name. Oh, my goodness. It was, uh. Five. Four, oh. Three. Reggie Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Trey Quinn and then win the game from there. So, uh. We Trey forgot about Qu Ryan Kerrigan. He was probably, like, one of their most ah. consistent players of all time. All right. How about we do two rounds here? Is that cool? Two rounds sounds good. Two oh, rounds? That, that was terrible. All right. Let's hope for a better one. All right. Spinning right now. And we, we forgot are, about oh. what? <laughs> okay, we're going to the NBA. Uh, we're going with the Atlanta Hawks. All right, so we'll stay in the same order, except, Drew, you start this one. All right, we're going with Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague. We're going to go with um, Kent Bazemore. Atlanta Hawks. 
<laughs> we got Trey. That's a good one. I'm going with VC, Vince Carter. I can't forget about this guy, Carmelo Anthony. He was a how long was he a hawk for? Uh not very long, a couple days, but he was. So they made him a jersey. Um You can challenge us if you want. I'm not quite sure. But I think Clint Compella state plays for them currently, right? Uh, yeah, I think he does. He got traded. All right, Drew. I'll go with uh, Joe Johnson. Wait, who is it? Joe Johnson. Joe, Joe Johnson, okay. Um, we're going to go with um, Kyle Korver. Ah. Uh. Um, Vince Carter? Did we say that already? Yep, that was taken. Do you have another one? A backup or no? Oh my god, nope, I'm out. Cody is out again. Rough, rough start. Yeah. Drew? Too many beers and brats. <laughs> uh, Jawan Howard. Oh, Wow. Is that is that true? LeBron has never played for them, so I don't know if that's true. No, uh, we're gonna go with Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, going thank old you, school. thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, John Collins. Oh, that is a good one. Um, we're gonna go with the Atlanta Hawks. We are going to go with Alvin Gentry. I believe was a coach there. Oh, yeah, I forgot we can do coaches. That sucks. I'm going to go with the, De- I think it's DeAndre Bembry or something. Oh, yeah. You're, you're right. Um, we're going to go to. You looking up, your eyes are wandering. Dwight, pretty Dwight good Howard. There. Dwight Howard. I already said Juwan Howard. <laughs> I don't know if I trust you guys. Your guys' eyes are wandering pretty hard. I'm staring at the screen. I'm staring into your I'm, eyes, Cody. I'm, I'm writing down names here. Drew's a little sketch. I don't know what he's doing. He made a list, I think. Yeah, I'm sketching. Um, I, I, uh, I'm gonna take a guess. Okay. We, we might have to look it up, but I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll fact check. Let's go with James Johnson. Pretty sure he's not from there. James Johnson. Uh yeah, I don't know. He's played for a lot of teams, I feel like. That's um, kind kind of what I'm doing. Let's see. We're gonna go with uh actually I'm gonna challenge that. Cody. Yeah, no Atlanta. He played for Chicago, Toronto, and the Heat. Sacramento, Memphis, Miami. Jeez. All okay, right. uh now look up. Oh wait, wait, Sean, you have to beat it. Um, I have to prove myself. Yeah. We're going to go with, uh, oh, Al Horford. Damn it. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Done. Over. Sean uh, two and oh, Love look it. up, look up Jawan Howard. Cause I know he didn't play there. No way. <laughs> I don't know. He's been in the league for 35 years. So maybe Jawan Howard. Does he coach Michigan? Yeah. Crazy. Hey, he's a coach. He now. played for. The Washington Bullets, <laughs> Mavericks, Nuggets, Magic, Rockets, Bobcats, Blazers, Heat. No. Wow. All right. wow. All right. I have a surprise trivia question for the two of you. All right. All right. 
How many losses does Tom Brady have when he plays in Miami? Now, this is before the trade, all right? So think about, obviously, he hasn't played any games in Tampa Bay yet uh, with the Patriots. How many losses does he have when he plays in Miami, and how many does he have when he plays in Foxborough? Okay, like so... a season, you're saying? Yes, yes, at the stadium. So overall, he has 135 <laughs> games played in Foxborough, and in Miami, he has 17 games played. He so how many lost... of those 17 games? 11. Drew? That's your Miami Guess Miami. Yep. Miami's lost eleven to Miami. Oh my goodness! Um, it must be ridiculous. So I'm just gonna go. Let's go with sixteen. <laughs> he has lost ten. So Cody was the closest. Ah. Uh, out of 135 games in Foxborough, how many games has he lost? At Foxborough. Yep. 135. Um, 18. True. Five. <laughs> Five. He lost 19. So, Cody, one away out of each. That was pretty impressive. Um, well, this... why does he always get to go first? <laughs> you were at five. You could have just, like, played the Jeopardy hand and been, like, 19. Or... All right. All right. Last trivia question for, for this podcast. Who led the 2019 NFL season in passing yards as a quarterback? And then who was second? This year? Yep, this past season. Most yards passing. Drew, you want to go first? Yeah, sure, I'll go first. Drew, you go first. 2019 most yards passing? Yep. Uh, I would go, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. Or no, Matt Ryan. I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. Wrong on both accounts. Cody. I'm going to guess Jameis Winston because he had two top five receivers. Wow. Team right. Do you know, uh, so that is correct. Do you know how many yards roughly? Or do you do you even have an educated guess or no? Maybe like 4,600. I don't have any idea. 5,109. So okay. not bad. Cody, you, you know some stats. How about number two? Drew, do you have a number two who it would have been? Passing? Yep, passing. Dude, I'm, I'm going to do it again. I'm, oh, shoot. I was looking at red zone stats. <laughs> uh, it's not one of the quarterbacks you named before. So. Yeah, I'm going to go with Drew Brees. No. Cody? Number two in passing. My guess would probably be Patrick Mahomes, but I actually have no idea. It is Dak Prescott, actually. Oh, yeah, I knew that. It's 49.02. And then, all right, just a bonus real quick. Do you guys know who led in receiving yards? Michael Thomas. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, do you know who second was? Um, Chris Godwin. Oh, Julio Jones. Hey, so you didn't give me a guess. I didn't, I didn't let you guess, Drew. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> All right, Drew, who led in rushing yards? In rushing yards? Yeah. Oh. Uh, um. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Julio Jones. Oh, it's probably CMC. Rushing yards was Derrick Henry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. And then Nick Chubb behind him. Do you, you guys, guys know, as, as far as between Michael Thomas and Julio Jones, do you know how far apart they were? Eight yards. 
No, Michael Thomas had 1725 and Julio had 1394. Holy cow. Yeah, Michael Thomas ran away with that one. Wasn't even close. Um, all, all right, so that brings us to the end of the first episode. Um, do you guys have anything you want to uh, say before we sign off for this week? Yeah, I want to say go Packers and fuck the Bears. All right, Drew. I want to say if I was given a fair shot, I would have said Julio Jones. <laughs> Derek Henry. And, and Derek Henry, he ran the most uh, rushing yards with the most men stacked in the box, too. So that's a that's a cool stat. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. So for, for next for, for next week's trivia, I'm going to let Drew answer all of them first. Um, so he has no excuses. Uh, and then uh, all I want to say is I want to uh, promote our Instagram here, uh, Brats and Beers, uh, spelt out Brats and Beers. Um, so go follow us. Shoot us some questions in our DMs, thoughts, debate topics. What do you want to hear us talk about? Uh, so give us a follow there. And then uh, like and follow our podcast here. Uh, and we will be uh, posting one of these weekly. So get on board and uh, hope you like what you heard. And uh, thank to, you. Uh, we need to bookmark this. How many followers do we currently have? Trivia question to Drew. Three. <laughs> three, three followers right now on Instagram. We currently have uh, 14 followers on our Instagram. All right. So <laughs> you guys don't want me to win. <laughs> let's, let, let's, let's double that by next week. All right. And we have 14, uh, 14 followers. And that's the most, um, I believe, uh, on Apple uh, podcast stacked in the box. Right, Drew? Is that stacked correct? in the box. Thank you. Perfect. All right. All right. Love you guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.